Last spring, PBS aired a six-hour, three-night broadcast on World War I as part of its American Experience series. While the PBS event covered a wide range of experiences, there was little mention of the impact of the Great War on our national pastime. But the war did have an impact on baseball and the lives of its players. By war's end, several major league players had died in combat or were severely injured, including two of the greatest pitchers in baseball history. When America entered the war in 1917, the only immediate effect on baseball was the closing down of the minor leagues. For the major leagues, it was business as usual, though teams did make a show of their patriotism by introducing pregame drills with players marching with bats instead of rifles. By the 1918 season, Americans began questioning the exemption of baseball's healthy and skilled athletes from military service. On July 1, 1918, Secretary of War Newton D. Baker issued a worker fight decree that ordered those in non-essential jobs, including baseball, either to find work in war-related industries or enter the military. Baseball responded by shortening its season from 154 to 140 games. The Hall of Fame has the last baseball, now badly discolored, that was used in a Labor Day game between the Detroit Tigers and the Chicago White Sox. Someone wrote on the baseball, season ending on Labor Day on account of the war. The World Series between the Boston Red Sox and the Chicago Cubs began on September 5th, the earliest opening the Fall Classic in baseball history. While the 1918 World Series won by the Red Sox is remembered for the great pitching performance of Babe Ruth, it was also the first time that the Star Spangled Banner was played before the start of a major league game. While many players found war-related jobs, some did service in the military, including Christy Matheson, once described by Connie Mack as the greatest pitcher who ever lived. Matheson enlisted in the Army in 1918, and while serving as a captain in France, was accidentally gassed in a training exercise. He never recovered from the accident and struggled with tuberculosis until his death in 1925 at the age of 45. Hall of Fame great Grover Cleveland Alexander won 30 games for the Philadelphia Phillies in 1917 before he entered the service in 1918. After serving in France, he returned home with what was then called shell shock. To hide his condition, he turned to alcohol and struggled with alcoholism for the rest of his life. Many believe that he saved the 1926 World Series for the Cardinals while suffering with a hangover. Of the several Major League players who lost their lives in World War I, Eddie Grant's death was the most dramatic. A 10-year veteran who retired in 1915, Grant became the first Major League player to enlist when America entered the war in 1917. While heading his company on a mission to liberate what became known as the Lost Battalion, Grant was killed by an exploding shell. The story of the Lost Battalion was featured on the American Experience, but no mention was made of Grant's death. After the war, Eddie Grant was honored by the New York Giants, his last major league team, with a plaque at the Polo Grounds. During World War II, baseball commissioner Kennesaw Landis was an unsuccessful advocate for Grant's inclusion in the Baseball Hall of Fame as a way of recognizing his heroism and sacrifice. As for baseball, its fans flocked back to the game after the war and set a record attendance for the 1919 World Series. While the notorious Black Sox placed baseball in jeopardy by fixing the series, baseball rebounded in the 1920s, largely thanks to Babe Ruth, that Red Sox pitcher who starred in the 1918 World Series 
and became a home run hitting legend after he was sold to the New York Yankees at the beginning of the 1920 season. This is Pete Peterson for Reading Baseball.